Yeah, I'm up early with the birdies, ready to get dirty. This ain't a podcast for you if you're asleep at 5.30. I rise like the sun. I'm trying to get make a living. Boss man stripping. My overtime strong. I pay him no attention. Money in the mason jar. Country boy pension. I love it. Yes. <laughs> That's our first freestyle. I love it. That was good, man. That thanks, was thanks, Mario. Man. That was really good. Oh, Thank you I'm very looking, much. I'm looking forward to talking to you now. I love a man what, that can freestyle. What are we going to talk about today, Mario? Uh, construction, you know, electrical. A little bit of this, a little, little bit, bit of, of that. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got a lot to talk about. So we have Mario, and your handle is at electrical underscore local underscore 69 that's right you're electrician i'm an electrician licensed uh yes non-union non-union great we've got a lot to talk about but you have a history before that you were in concrete and asphalt i did i did i started well i started construction probably when i was in high school okay Uh, i worked for like a little general contractor you know doing basements that sort of thing we got a lot to get into i want to talk a lot about stuff but first we have History with Manny. It's actually a little bit of factual today. I want to ask you gentlemen, Mario, Mm. and Carlito, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they called trade jobs? Dum, dum, dum. Mm. They stem from jobs that were skilled-based and good-producing jobs like a blacksmith. That's where the term trade job came from. A tradesperson, skilled tradesperson, or tradie, refers to a worker who specializes in a particular occupation that requires work experience on the job training and often formal vocational education, but not a bachelor's degree. So I want to ask you guys again, Mario, Carlito too, you can participate in this. What are the four main sectors of skilled trades? Four main <laughs> sectors. I didn't know there was four. <laughs> there are four by the looks of both your faces yeah. and mine too, because I don't know this. Well, stuff. no one can see I this. I just collect, right? <laughs> the so. four sectors of skilled trades are construction, industrial, motive power, and service. I would have never got any of those. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> so blue collar. This goes to you because I know Carlito. You have talked about a lot about blue collar. Well, I do a lot of blue collar. Where did that term come from, and when? I'm assuming it was a factory job, possibly. The uniforms, manual labor, coined in the early 1920s, often at an hourly wage job. Mainly, blue collar jobs demanded highly skilled workers, such as plumbers, electricians. And plant operators. We're missing that a lot in in these trades now. Like, you know, no one's dressing like that anymore. I need to ask you, gentlemen, what is the smartest trade out there? It's a bit of a trick question on today. Yeah. Wow. I would have thought engineers. Hands down are the smartest trade. What are the highest paid trades Mm. out there? Got to be concrete. Licensed practical nurse is at the top of the list. Interesting. Mm. HVAC follows. Home inspector. What? Are you like kidding me, man? No way. Mm. That's wrong. Followed by plumber, followed by electrician, then landscape designer, boil maker. Then we come back to hospitals, respiratory therapist. What is the hardest trade according to other contractors? To other contractors, Canadian or American? This is Canadian. These are all Canadian. Mm. I'm sorry to the American listeners, but this is all Canadian. The hardest working trade to other contractors are electrical and HVAC. Wow. They say it's because it's the hardest to learn, and that's why it makes it the hardest. Flooring is a close second to them. Yeah, I have a different opinion on all that. Yeah. But I know, I, I know, I know. The, and then again, uh, framing, carpentry. Concrete. I, I think yeah, that should have been phrased differently. Know, like I when know. you say wor- hardworking, like 
most educated, yes, I could see how electrical and engineer and so on. Yeah. But when it comes to hard work, lug and, lug and rebar and forms yeah. and concrete. Like I just hired another concrete guy <laughs> and these guys are like minimum 850 a day. So listen, I'm just pulling this information from the web. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. Okay. I'm just letting you guys know. I just find it interesting when I was pulling all this stuff that a lot of it was pointing to electrical. It's amazing. A lot of it. Electrical and HVAC. It's, it's, yeah, I'm yeah. surprising there's no plumbers in there. Well, no, plumbers on the list too. It's okay. in there as well. But we I kind of we kind of know this, right? Like you need to know your stuff when it comes to those three particular traits. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, three. you're right. You need to know. So that was History with Manny. On with the show with Mario, mm. who's graciously Wait. at Skylux Studios. Thank you. Skylux Roofing with Mark. Thank you very much for letting us all Always have home. to do a shout out for Mark. It's great. And Mario was so kind enough to bring some vino. Oh, no. We are very appreciative of that. And anybody else who's coming onto the show. And for the listeners, because <laughs> you can't see Manny, he is drooling right I'm now. I'm staring, staring at, the, at bottle, the bottle, man. I'm thirsty. I've been it's out not going to last. Sun. It's not going to last. I don't, it's I'm not, I'm you're totally right. It might crack. We'll hear a little bit. But yeah, so thank you very much, Mario, for bringing that. Well, thank you, Mark, well, I, for Skylux. Yes, thank you very much, Mark. But I did want to mention for the guys out there, there manny just came in with a whole bunch of new cups Shh. oh you don't Shh. want to talk about that eh no there's there's official construction well, I'm, I'm looking life. at the wine and no. i'm looking at the cups so. there's official construction life coffee and espresso cups and we'll figure out how people are going to get these particular items and they're actually pretty nice eh? cool they are pretty nice but on with the show with mario so let's talk about you started in high school i started in high school so in the and what made you want to get into construction? Uh, you know, I think like most people, it you usually start because you know somebody, right? And in the family or a friend? Friend. Okay. Well, in my family too. I mean, my brother. I mean, I, you know, the list goes on, right? But you get a job with somebody, and then you you kind of like it. Working with the, the right people is always important, right? You got to work with a ball buster. Totally. Right off the start. <laughs> you're totally, totally right. Yeah. You learn. Right. Learn the hard you're, way you're first, and then that's it's right, easy right. after that. You know what I mean? Because you're a product of your environment, right? So if you work with somebody that unfortunately isn't very good, then that's what you're going to learn, right? So anyways, so right. he was a great gentleman. I learned a lot. You know, I did went to high school, did my thing, whatever, then end up doing concrete for my, actually for my brother, which was good and bad, right? <laughs> uh, I would never work with family. I'm sorry. I yeah. wouldn't. I no, wouldn't. it's good. You know, the thing is you, you got to get in shit for the shit that you do and you got to get in shit for the other people's <laughs> shit that they did, right? Cause, yeah. yeah. Your family. That's right. <laughs> it's true. It's easier to talk to you than it is them, right? That's right? So after that, I mean, you know, I just wanted something. It's hard work, man. Working outside. It's hard work, yeah. right? It's seasonal. I kind of never liked the seasonal aspect of it because in the wintertime you get bored and being bored isn't good. So then I decided to do something else, got into electrical. And What would you guys it. do in the winter times? I would find work and then there's unemployment, right? Okay. So then you got into electrical after that. And then I got into electrical. I've been with the same guy ever since. And oh, wow. Uh, so how long after high school, after the concrete? I was probably, what, 27? So probably you know, another seven, eight years after high school. I wow. did concrete for about five years. It's a long so, haul, man. Yeah, yeah. And now how long have you been in Sparky? 12 years. 12 years now? Yeah. And mostly commercial, resi, industrial? No, we do, we do everything. Uh, residential is all pretty much custom homes or the odd service call. You want to do a shout out to the guy that you work for or anything like that? Yeah, maybe later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's BNR Electric. Okay. Uh, Barry, great guy, man. Mostly custom homes that we do. And then commercial and industrial, a lot of service, high-rise buildings, so... Condos. When Condos. did you find the time to go back to school? I never went to school for the electrical part. I just okay. started working. I knocked on this door, got a job, and just started working. Wow. And then did the apprenticeship 
you know what I mean? You go to school as you work. How wow, many hours again is you, it for electrician? Uh, 9,000. 9,000 for electrician. That's right. Wow. Oh, that's a lot of hours, dude. Right. It's twice as many as... Yeah, yeah. Well, a little, little less than twice than... Uh, what we talked about is it. like framers. Yeah, is yeah it's, it's uh, four to five years. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Depending on how much hours you can get. How and if that anyone will give it to you. It was good. Yeah? It was good. Yeah. I mean, the school is... Uh, obviously, I mean, I'm sure it's changed slightly from the time I was there, right? There's more emphasis now in renewable energy, right? So solar... That's yeah, coming. you guys are doing a bunch of stuff now. Like you guys are all low voltage stuff. Like it's yeah. a different world now. Things are changing, yeah, for the better. Yeah, I mean, well, electric cars. You know, it's a big thing now. Or it's because well, it's coming into the code where you now have to start parking the charging stations in the garages now, right? Yeah, that's not electrical though. That's building code. That's it part of the building code. What? That hasn't cut up to the electrical. I well, thought that yeah. was part of ESA. No. Can we the, talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to have a dedicated... Well, you don't have to have a circuit there. You just got to have a means to get there. So a conduit... So you just run a conduit right. for now. For now. And if a homeowner wants to do it later on, or if they get an electric vehicle, they, they can yeah. operate it from there. So, yeah. What's required with that? You, you just a bring- conduit from the panel What are you bringing? What, what voltage are you bringing over there? Don't bring nothing. You just bring a conduit empty. And then later... Yeah, one inch. And then later on, you can pull the wires as you need. What are, you ra- like, what are they asking for? I don't even know. Like, I don't own an electric car. But what are they asking for? 40 amp? Uh, for electric cars? Yeah. It varies. It depends. Eh? It depends on the charger. It de- I mean, you can do it with a 120, 15 amp circuit. Okay. It's just going to take you, you know, all day to charge. Yeah. I have an electric bike. It takes yeah. eight hours to charge. That's right. Yeah. And then yeah. you got your Tesla, which is, you know, you can run it up to a hundred amps, which is. Wow. It's, it's just to charge amps. it? To charge it. Yeah. A hundred amps. A hundred amps. But that's super fast charging. Yeah. That's probably four or five hours. Wow. I would Still say. that long. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. amps. That's dangerous. Is it not? Well, it'll be the same as having a service for most houses, right? So, yeah, so the service for the whole house is charging a car. Yeah, that's when you got to do, you got to obviously do the calculations and you may or may not have to upsize the service depending on what it is, right? The good thing with the Tesla one, you can dial it down. So you can go anywhere from 40 to 100, depend, to, so it suits the house, right? So the, the homeowner doesn't have to necessarily spend the extra amount to upgrade their service. We can just dial down the the charger so that way it fits within its so it doesn't pop any circuits that's right yeah yeah. pretty cool that you guys are setting that up or i didn't know that was building code and how much money does that save a a homeowner that's a loaded question dude we don't oh no like i have no idea like i have a good friend of mine he says it costs him a buck to get to work and he drives a tesla it costs him a buck yeah he says it's the price of a coffee now I don't own one. <laughs> That's so. sick, man. Is, yeah, how's I mean, that I'm cup tra- of coffee in winter? Yeah, but it's $150,000 start, right? Uh, well, they're not cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not paying, you're paying for the fuel up front, I think. With the car. With the car. You're paying for the fuel up <laughs> front. Like a Tesla's double the price, right? Yeah, triple the price yeah. in my eyes. I mean, nice, you know, you got a nice screen, but it's still, you know, you're paying. And for you can it. sleep while you drive. And you can sleep while you drive. You, <laughs> I still wouldn't You can trust get it. in this much more work, right? I, I would, I <laughs> so I guess that we're bringing a lot of power to garages now because Ontario Building Code, I guess in Toronto, they also approved last year or the year before, I think it was the laneway houses. So we're running power, we're running plumbing, we're running everything. So you guys are doing any of those? Have you come across no, any of those? No, I haven't come across. Not yet. No. I haven't built one yet. I'm dying to build one. We're doing the bunky build right now. So we actually Which brought is a, 40, crazy, a 40 amp service to it. When you say laneway, does it mean where the garages are? Yeah. 
So you take out the garage, you can put a little house. Uh, well, you put a house on top of the garage, mm, so okay. you have access. So you basically put a coach mm, house, and so you have got a right. an apartment right above the garage. But it has to be a separate service. It can't yeah. be tied to the main service, right? Because you're assuming they're going to rent it, kind of. Thing? That's exactly it. Okay, that's the best way to do. Is I've that's always right. been a fan of splitting the meters, right? Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. well, with property taxes going up, and what a better way to make some extra money to pay some bills, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's unused space, right? Yeah, you, you just yeah. go. Up. Why is the building code not allowing us to put like why isn't it mandatory to put batteries and solar panels in but they're making it mandatory to run conduit for cars the That's governments are trying to get everybody yeah. to stop using vehicles i know but i just think that with engines. storms and with power outages it would be nice to have, like, make it mandatory to at least have Well, that's have why you two. start doing battery backups. Yeah. Yeah, battery backup generators. I mean, the solar companies out there that do the solar, right? They'll rent your roof. I mean, I don't think it's a good... Is that worth it? It's good for the homeowner. I, I, but, I, I don't know. Is it worth it? Like, have you hooked up the solar panels and connected them and had no, the meter? No, we've never done solar panels. No. You haven't done that, eh? No. I know some guys have done it. That's, like, its own industry. Yeah, they, much, that's yeah. all they, they that's focus all they do, on. Yeah. But, I mean, with the solar panels, you got to restructure the roof. You can't just put the panels on it. Then yeah. you gotta you gotta get hydro involved because That's you right. you gotta change your meter base and you gotta get and then now you're giving power back into the system. That's right. But you can't give back all your power. You can only give us. I don't know what there's specifics about. Yeah, it. there's rules and you know obviously like anything else regulations. Yeah. Sorry, you got us uh, sidetracked there from from uh, the things that you do. Yeah. We got excited about uh, Teslas there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, nobody's I, ever gonna see a cyber truck on the road. It's coming. Not, <laughs> I don't know. I heard too. Yeah, like yeah. they got big rigs now. Go ahead. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. The whole the, <laughs> the whole back will be the batteries. Yeah. No so joke. where are you going to put the two by fours? Where are you going to put the bags of cement? I think it'll be more efficient than that. You could, you'll be able yeah. to fit. I don't know. Listen, Tesla said that you can power anything through. Mm. Uh, what is it now? Five G. You can get power. You can the, the satellites. Yeah, or not the the, the cell phone. The cellular. Yeah, they yeah. said there's you enough run power, power there them? that's running through the air now. That's All giving that's us Josh. coronavirus. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. <laughs> I'll ask Josh tomorrow. I'm seeing him from on hype. Yeah, do that. I'll, I'll pick his brain about that. All right, right. let's get back to electrical. So mm -hmm. you've been 12 years. 12 years. Sparky, what do you like about electrical? I mean, what I enjoy, what I do is it's different every day, right? And uh, you know, I can't. I'm not a guy that stands still. So construction, you know, fits that well, right? And then it's it's just a nice job, man. It's everything is different. There's a lot of thinking a lot of the times. I mean, not obviously not all the time. Calculating. But, um, problem solving for most of the part, yeah. Yeah. Figuring things out. Like any other any of the other trades, right? Uh, I mean, I really do enjoy my uh, the custom homes just because I you know, I enjoy construction, right? And we get to do some nice you know, Aren't the clients ones. changing their mind a lot where they thought they wanted a fixture <laughs> or a light and then all of a sudden we're finishing and they're asking you to make a new hole now? That never happens. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice. Uh, <laughs> the drying of the 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 biggest one's the kitchen, right? Oh, yeah. The drying that you start with the kitchen is never doesn't even look like the one that that comes out after. You know? so, so what are the things that get changed in a kitchen that you see on? Over and um, over again. But wait, who are you dealing with in the kitchen? Are you dealing with the homeowner or the designer when it comes to... Uh, it varies on the uh, the contractor we work for. Okay. Some contractors, there's no homeowner, there's no designer. They're, it's strictly him. So we talk to him, he deals with it, and then he gives you an answer, which I prefer. Because okay. then he filters out a lot of the nonsense, right? 
because he has experience. People talking to you. You know what? Let's talk about some rules because I've always had these discussions about kitchens because it's such a working. And you're right; it's the most demanding electrical electrical functionality. So your ovens, your stoves, your microwaves, your dishwasher, all that, all those appliances, range, all that stuff, right. right? But also lighting. There's lighting. three types of lighting in, in a kitchen at any given times, right? So you've got your task lighting, you've got your overall ambient lighting, and then you've got accent lighting details that you want to do, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming a lot of people are going down the road of LED, and they're not, they're, mm-hmm. they're not doing the puck lights anymore. They're doing full uh, strips, and they're embedding them underneath the cabinetry right. now, so they're hiding them. Gone are the days of valances. That's we don't right. do that shit anymore. You run us through. So, like, uh, what are some of the new stuff? And what I want to know is I've had always had the argument about where to put those pot lights. I know most electricians like putting them in the ceiling where they're symmetrically balanced on the ceiling surface. But I've come across designers and other homeowners that want the light source to determine where the light's going to go. What are your thoughts on that? That's the best way, probably. I mean, you got to think into consideration that obviously aesthetics always matter. The way the pot lights look in the ceiling. But you also have to take into consideration that the person is going to be working on the counter. Yes. So they can't have the, just because it might look a little bit nicer to have the lights behind them, it's not going to do its purpose, right? Yeah. You got to have them in front. So closer to the cabinets is always better. Uh, where, we, you know, you run into some sometimes problems is, you know, there's going to be a crown. Is it a six inch? Is it an eight inch? Is it a 12 inch? As long as you get that information. No, you're right. That's right. You but are usually right. usually no one knows. And sometimes you think there's going to be a crown. So you space it out and then the kitchen shows up. There is no crown. Now you're, you know, you're six inches too far out. And you could have moved it closer and it would have been better. Because I'm in the the same mindset. I'm more about functionality. I mean, they designed these lights to disappear in the ceiling. First and foremost, that white and the trim and everything is designed. And even some of them are actually all trimless now. They're all being embedded into the actual drywall. So those light fixtures are actually designed to disappear. But the light source... I really need it at a specific point. Yeah, yeah. like I said, you got to be in front of or right above where the, the person is going to be working. Otherwise, and you're going to cast shadows. But not over their head because you could be over, you could be heating their head up. Yeah, well, with LEDs now, I mean, the heat is, is minimum, right? And here's another yeah. problem, though. Guys are now replacing old pot lights with more LED lights, but that's also wrong because the circuit can't handle it, right? Well, the circuit should be fine. Obviously, you always have to figure out. I mean, if you go LED, you're always going to be using less wattage than you were previously. For, Doesn't right? the ESA, you still have to determine, what is it, 12 per circuit? If you do lighting, like if you do pot lights and there's only strictly pot lights and you're doing LEDs, then you can do, you can calculate the full circuit. Based on wattage consumption. Based, yeah, based on what that pot light is going to consume. But it has to be just that pot light. As soon as you mix another light fixture or another plug they won't approve it then you got to do the 12 that makes sense. so it's not 15 items it's 12 items it's 12 items yeah okay see i knew that eh? yeah but I, if you I have a room <laughs> yeah but if you have a room with the same circuit and you know there's 22 pot lights in there then you can as long as they're leds and as long as 22 pot lights in there kidding. but now every <laughs> circuit is 1500 watts right 1200 watts. 1200 watts yeah, is 80%. that how it's going okay. you, t- you tested them I'm finding out. (laughs) No, because there's a lot, you know, a lot of people have these theories and I'm now getting, I I just want to get facts, right? So like every time you talk to somebody, somebody has like another way of pushing a couple more on the circuit or adding this or adding that. You You hook up a vacuum cleaner and then (laughs) boom. Oh, I have to go downstairs to the basement. You bring up a good point. Do you like Arc Fault receptacles? I don't mind them. 
But you can't yeah. plug a vacuum into them. You can, well, you can't plug in power tools into them, but you can. No, you, no, no power tools. Yeah. Like chop saw, table saw, oh, yeah. no, a vacuum. But those, those are arcing as you're, as but you're chopping, it, what's, right? But what's the consumption of a Dyson vacuum? Is it 15 amps? I've never had a problem with a Dyson vacuum. They plug, they're fine? They're plugged, they're fine. Uh, I know certain microwaves, they, oh, don't really? work, they don't work well with arc faults. So are you, is, is that the code that you have to have it on an arc fault? Any plug, you have to have an arc fault. So as soon as you put a plug in for the microwave, it's arc fault. Every plug nowadays? It minus, you know, uh, the kitchen counter and kitchen islands. Those have to be 20 amp GFIs. GFIs, yeah. Why do you do that? The arcs? Yeah. Uh, it's for fire. You're saying if I have a bad broken ground on it? If there's arcing with... It, it's usually like a lot of... The fires apparently, according to what they say anyways, it happens mostly in bedrooms and it's usually like table lamps and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it started in the bedroom. That it started whole, in, yeah, that that's what, started yeah, And the then it, they just brought it out to the whole but house. But is that because of the ground or is that just... It's just going to be the wire itself. It can be whatever you have plugged. Right now, before they used to be just... Um, the arc fault only protected up to the plug and now they're a series parallel arc fault so they protect after the plug as well so if you, you plug in the bad extension cord you never seen arcs. those old lamps that sometimes you would plug in and and you touch the wire and the wire is really hot yeah like the zip cord the zip cord like wire. it's yeah, gonna it, melt the extension cords that aren't solid right they're yes they're, they're strands just two strands they're strands and then this as you start messing you know over time it breaks the strands so it's not a solid connection so it actually it's arcing in there which causes heat which causes fire right so that you know, the breaker will pick that up and trip before it. Would it be safe to say that if you're putting a microwave in, it should be on its own circuit? The microwave should be, yeah, yeah. That but goes it's not code. It's not code, but a good electrician would put it on a separate no, circuit. No, it's code. It is code. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In the kitchen, basically, everything is a separate circuit. It has to be. It has to be, yeah. But otherwise, yeah. you can't operate. I mean, yeah. most kitchen appliances well, well, require 20 amps. Well, fridge wouldn't be, would it? Yeah, yeah, fridge, really, yeah. hood fan, especially the you know your dishwasher, hood, dishwasher, everything. You know, you put you know these nice homes. They got some big hood fans. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. sucking sure out like yeah, twelve hundred yeah, right. CFMs, man. Yeah, or they're even like more. almost commercial fans. Yeah, and yeah. they'll just basically you'll feel the air going through there. Yeah, so you got to make sure that you're not gonna have problems, right? So, how many circuits would you say go into a kitchen? Independent uh, circuits. Well, you're gonna have at least the counters, two of them. At least two for the counters. You're gonna have the dishwasher. You're gonna have a fridge. You're gonna have a fan. You're gonna have the kitchen net. So what do we have? Five, six at yeah. least. Stove. Stove. Seven. Uh, you know, if they got a coffee, one of those built-in Miele coffee oh, machines. Yeah, they're you nice. Know. So you're you're the warming so, drawer. So every you know, contractor, or homeowner should know that they should have at least eight separate yeah, yeah. circuits, just independent for their kitchen. Yeah, you need a list. Like if you're building a kitchen, you got to have a list of your appliances. It's funny when I go to older houses and I put a vacuum in and I'm working on a tool while working with a tool and then all of a sudden the whole kitchen, the bedroom goes oh, yeah, out yeah. and the living room. Yeah. The fridge, the basement, the, kitchen, the TV. Yeah. The whole, yeah, half the house is out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Mario, you bring up a good point. It's not so much that you just need a list. You need actual specs of every single appliance so then you know what the amperage of, uh, is on each appliance. Yes. Absolutely. Because then I'm you guys can go. design things. Because I know lately a lot of guys have been working in custom homes and a lot of clients are on the cusp of maxing out at 200 amps. And then you start having that conversation about yeah. should we upgrade to 400 amps, which wow, becomes that's commercial. Crazy, man. No, but it's true though. You add a pool, you add a sauna. Yeah. You add the whole basement. You rent out the basement. You're you're you start going past two hundred amps. You want to bring all that power in from the city. I'm not in. saying me. I'm saying people in general are consumption like this this electrical. But honey, drive the Tesla. Okay, so so let <laughs> yeah. me ask you. I have a house with two hundred, and I want to bring another two hundred amps. That's two more lines, right? Yeah. 
what is that? That'll Each 400. 400. Yeah. So how much extra am I going to pay to bring a well, line in on that? Well, you'd have to, it's a whole new service. You have to get hydro involved. That's Toronto Hydro. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're looking in. at least over double. I, so, th- I thought it was about 10 grand, wasn't it? Just to get it, that upgrade. It could be, yeah. It's well, like, I want to talk about the numbers the service, for, right? for well, the that's Toronto to Hydro, though. To, right? Toronto Hydro does that. Electricians just show up to actually make the change. Yeah. So do you call Toronto Hydro or there's a homeowner? Depends. It could be either or. There's going to be the fees, right? So it's either the con- your electrical contractor pays the fees up front for you, and then you pay him, or you pay the fees up front with the hydro. You know, same thing. It's like when you build a custom home, right? And you got to pay to put the pole, that two grand or three grand, whatever. Yeah, same with the water service. You're paying yeah. 11 grand to do the curb cut and to run your new one-inch copper and also your six-inch waste. Yeah. You have to pay that as a homeowner. Wow. Yeah. Once you cut the curb, man. That's yeah. it. And you can only yeah. go with the city. Well, this, is, this is electrical. Yeah. So let's just stick. To I'm that, just okay. sticking with that. But we're talking about <laughs> the city gouging us. Is yeah. what I'm trying. It, it adds up with just the city. I mean, you, you want to do a panel change and you call the city just to pull the meter or hydro to pull the meter. You're looking at a thousand bucks for them to show up. Yep. Right? What does it cost for uh, a panel change uh, from a hundred to a 200 amp service? You're probably looking at about three, three, three to four, depending yeah. on I've always on heard it, it about 35 to $4,500. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. You know, because I remember then, you know, the good old days a thousand bucks. Like I said, a thousand bucks won't even get you hydro there anymore. Yeah, <laughs> at the good old days, you can pull your own meter. I was gonna ask you, Mario. So, a, a painter friend of mine sent me a baseboard with a receptacle in the baseboard, but no plate. Hmm. Do you like these? I love them on the baseboard. It, no, no, but no plate. Oh, well, yeah, so, so basically, <laughs> if, if there's an issue with that receptacle, yeah, you, you yeah. gotta kind of remove the baseboard to get to the box. Oh, wow. Usually, it's one of those where it's literally trimless. Uh, yeah. I don't I know. The you, ones I I've seen you. have always... I've never seen that. No. But I mean, I, I started thinking, I go, that makes no sense. And I don't yeah. like it because if there's an issue, then I need the electrician to get in there and work it. But I guess yeah. if you remove the receptic or the receptacle out and you can still access the box inside there, you're not damaging well, the finishing. You yeah. can also put up 16 clips in, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do a lot of them in the baseboards, but obviously the baseboard goes up first and our boxes go in afterwards. Yeah, you do the yeah. surface mount boxes. That's how I've done yeah. it before. Yeah. And and why do you like the baseboards more than the wall? Clean. Clean, yeah. It's called Old wall school. acne is what yeah. I heard. I heard it's, yeah. it's a term then, called you know, wall I know, acne. But when they do the wallpaper, there's no pl- there's not a, you know, yeah, a nice... Yeah, but the way I look at it is you have kids. Yeah. Soccer balls, toys are hitting the baseboards first. But the durable, it's wood. I know, but it's lower, more chances of something going into the into the sockets. No, I just I, I just mean, find that sixteen inches. Resistant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess it's yeah, personal the preference. They're, yeah. they're all they're all TRs, right? Yeah, Every single TRs. one now. Yeah. So you gotta yeah. shove it in there to make sure you Yeah, I mean if they're more of a cheaper plug, then you got a little bit of a or if it gets I know, still have problems more. with them. Sometimes yeah. I'm trying to put my yeah. plug yeah. in them yeah. like sometimes bastard. it don't work. <laughs> you know what, Mark, let's let's talk about brands. I wanna talk so what do you like? Do you like Leventon? Do you like Lutron? Do you like what do you guys like to work um, with? I like Lutron when it comes to screwless cover plates. Ooh. Who the hell is still using screws on plates? Well, I mean, you wouldn't. Yeah, I, I'm still putting them up. Like, <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, when I'm doing drywall and painting, I'm still. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And gone the one, are the days of the, making the, those two flat screws. I know, one but way. the one thing I love about yeah. it is, and, and this is what I loved about electricians. I always knew an electrician was good is when they, he would take the screw and line them all <laughs> up straight up. Yeah. And I'd be like, this guy loves his job. <laughs> but, but then how do you how do you, what way do you go horizontal vertical? See, that's the question. Yeah. Which way do you go? Because you got two different guys. They both they don't talk. They both start one at the vertical. top, one at the bottom, and then they... they you go vertical? You know? I go vertical. Are you kidding me? Why? I prefer vertical, too. But most, I find... Let you, I bet you you're horizontal. Uh, 
I vary depending. Like I, I don't know what it is. Like if it's a if it's a plug, I kind of like to go you know up and down kind of to match vertical the, vertical to match the plug. If it's wow. a switch, I go horizontal. I don't know. I'm like my brain. So if the switches know, switches are horizontal and yeah, plugs well, are. That's the what if it's a four I, gang switch? I try to I try to fight that. <laughs> four gang switch is it vertical? It's vertical. Yeah. yeah. We Most guys I know are horizontal, really, man. Yeah. Anybody yeah. under the age of twenty, whatever, twenty-five yeah. is vertical. You it's know, horizontal. It's funny because when I do backsplashes, that's one of my final touches. I'm not an electrician, but right. I always have to put the plates back on with longer screws. Sometimes I'll put my own box and extensions on. By the on. way, code-wise, you have to extend the box. Yeah, in I just that said, situation. Well, I, I put my own bo- box extensions. Okay. Just saying. Which everyone should know to do. What is the actual rule for distance between plugs? Like everybody says, six, nine, 12, 12 feet. feet apart. 12 feet. From so plug mi- to plug. minimum is 12. But you know what? I no, think no, no. Max is 12. Max, sorry. Max no, minimum, is 12. Minimum, minimum is 12. Or max, max. Sorry. max they is can't 12. be further and than And minimum 12 is what? Six? There is no minimum. Okay. There is uh, no minimum. The six, right. the six foot is so basically, you know, we got that door there. You go six feet from the door, boom, plug. 12 feet from that plug, another plug. And you work your feet, way around the whole room. If you want to stick to, you know, bare minimum code. What were you told? How is it done in Croatia? No, I've I've been I've been bouncing. Yeah. They don't in Croatia. <laughs> they, 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 they don't use like electricity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fire starter. It's a guy it's outside on a bicycle pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I I always like it a little shorter. Like I like yeah. six to nine feet. The twelve doesn't work for me. The twelve doesn't work. I don't think anywhere really. I mean, it's more of a subdivision type thing because those guys got to smash that house, you know, yeah. real quick. But back to the Usran, they're screwless plates. I don't like them because you still get the side. So you still see that groove. Oh, you don't like the design of them. Yeah. Well, it's just that groove on the side. Yeah, yeah. So they've got rid of the screws, they but they're still the slit all the way around the, the whole, whole perimeter reveal. on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus Cooper, which is eaten, I think. Yeah, yeah. Cooper, so it clicks on. I clicks which, yeah. on and you get a complete That's clean right. side. That's right. Right? And I don't know how... So, and then, then you start getting into the Italian one, which is a, a Buffy. Or no, what's a, the ones that are basically integrated into the, the drywall. They're basically plateless. Those I've never installed. Those are di- those. You have to actually line up. Everything has to be bang on perfect. Else, well, you're screwed okay. on the finishing, right? Yeah. So there's all there's a bunch of different versions. So when you're doing your work, do you use, you use like like a laser, or are you just doing your arm? Because I know a lot of guys don't even use measuring tapes. They just use their their fist and their and their uh, elbow for heights. For I, I point. no no we still uh we still i mean obviously um certain jobs obviously have you know details right so we follow those for the most part it's 12 inches for the plugs off off the the ground from the bottom to the bottom of it off the subfloor off the subfloor that's minimum that's usually what we do and then the 44 inches for the for the switches is that the most comfortable you find that yeah that I mean, kind of suits you don't everybody. The, yeah, you don't want the plug too high either. Why is it that ESA is asking us to put in Florida thermostats at 60? Is it 60? Uh, that I've never run across. So they're higher than actual uh, switches. Well, height. they should be a little bit higher. We usually mount them a bit higher. They want them at eye level of the average person. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, they're, they're programmable, right? But it screws right? up the Get whole it? design, He right? can see that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're programmable. I don't know about the high height, but you should be about at least five. No, code-wise, right? But now you, there's a code, you but... guys are getting involved in in-floor heating now. In-floor heating is an electrical thing. Exactly. It wasn't in the beginning. I think it's always been. I think it's more of a gray area. The tile guy likes doing it. 
So now you guys have to, according to the code. According to code, yeah. And the inspector has to inspect it before it's embedded. Or actually, you have to see the test numbers, make sure that there's the, yeah. what is it, the three, there's the sheathing hasn't been broken, the, the actual current is there, and there's a third one. I can't remember. And you're supposed you know, to measure before you take it out of the box. Yeah, I mean, they got and testers measure, for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got that little alarm thing. New yeah. He has it. Yeah. And I'm sure the companies have it as well. But then the inspectors have to come in and see that stuff, and then they have to see it before it gets embedded, and then they that's have to come right. in afterwards as well to make that's sure right. it's good. And we got to run the conduit in the wall. Yes. Yeah. That's what they're asking for. Because that's they're, right. in the early days, we were just fishing it through the wall and making a that's hole right. and bring it through. And then, I mean, I'm sure something went wrong where there was a fire or something. And then uh, what I heard was that there was an uh, a elderly gentleman. That, yeah, Niagara uh, Falls. I think. Yeah. So the idea was that uh, the person that had installed it never put the sensor. So yeah. he actually kept on cranking it up and it was at the max, which I think was like at 100 degrees. Wow. And, and he Are you fell. serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fell, landed on the tile, couldn't get back up, and he ended up getting burned yeah. from the heat of the floor. Get out of here. That's, that's why I heard. This yeah, is that what went I to heard. court. That went to court. Yeah. This yeah. is what I heard. And then, and then ESA started stepping it the up. The floor and, got that hot. Well, you think about an elderly. That's almost a sauna. An elderly gentleman's a skin. A world pool is a face. A face of an elderly gentleman. You got to think about how thin it is. Yeah, yeah there's no more pro- or something. Yeah, yeah, there's no more protein left in his skin. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. So that's why they got. Yeah, involved. that's pretty hot actually. It's kind of dangerous. That's that is yeah. hot. It's nice and toasty on the feet when you walk in there. But where if you were to fall and your face is right there, that's hot. Falling and I can't get up. Here we go. Okay, <laughs> so now we got to do another segment. The building code talk with Manny. I thought we actually do building code, but we're gonna do what? a Canadian electrical code. The good old ESA. Hmm. See how good you are at this. We've actually talked about a few things here. Can you tell me when it was first published? <laughs> Somewhere in nineteen in the beginning of the century. There, I would you're pretty close. Yeah. Canadian Electrical Code was published in 1927. Mm, okay. It is currently early. on the 24th edition, which was published in 2018. 24th edition. How much is an electrical permit in Ontario? ESAs vary, uh, fees vary depending yeah. on the type of work, but what is the minimum for wiring one installation? This on is good. Permit? This is actually interesting. Um, I would say probably, I know uh, every piece of equipment is 50 bucks. So I'd say 70, 80. Look at that. $79. Yeah. So you're, you're saying to, that to get anywhere one in the province of Ontario yeah, in to Canada, get, to not get in the States. One, to get one receptacle or one fixture or whatever is $79 for but a permit. But if you get 10, it's still... No, the permit increases. increases. Okay. Or By how much, though? Per, you, per piece. 80, 80. So I, I don't know if it's 80, 80. You, no, it's not. It, like uh, If you do like a stove, that's 50. So that's a minimum. Yeah, which like, is one item. Yeah, pieces of equipment go up by fifty bucks. So you got a stove that's fifty. You got two stoves that's a hundred. You got an AC that thing that starts to yeah. add up. So how much typically? Hang on a sorry, sec. I'm yeah. not done. Okay. No, I just figured since we we're <laughs> look there. through the page. This man. is a good one, Manny. I'm actually really interested <laughs> in this one. Can the homeowner do their own electrical? Yes, that's correct. Homeowners are allowed to do their own electrical. It's uh, the castle, their own castle. But, domain. As, long, but as long as an inspector closes Correct. before it closes, closes Correct. it up, gets uh, passed. How many outlets can be on one 15-amp breaker? 12. So he generally says 8 to 10 outlets on a 15-amp, uh, but not all are all used at the same time. Lights and outlets are yeah. normally wired on separate branch circuits, which means that the lights will be protected by a separate circuit breaker to the one which protects the outlets. Can I add an outlet without a permit? This is a good one. Mm, no. Correct. You'll need a permit to perform any extensive electrical work in your home, including installing a new outlet. But that doesn't that shouldn't deter Running people. Running electrical wire. But that shouldn't deter people because inspectors don't always show up and they can pass it over the phone, right? 
Yeah. That we can get into that talking about it, right? How many outlets can one GFI protect? It depends where it is, about twelve. So they're saying a standard GFI will protect up to 20 amps drawn from any combination of receptacles, either the built-in one or any number of additional ones connected to its load terminals. Yeah. So as long as you keep the numbers below that, yeah. then that's how many you can get. And that was... History. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got excited there. I was writing and then I looked up at you. <laughs> Building codes on with Maggie. And that was historical, though. <laughs> We are talking Actually, to that was Vic. that was really good. I really we, enjoyed that. You like, I, you like them all every week, yeah. man. You had me writing stuff down. I was like, <laughs> we are talking Surprise to attack. Mario and uh, <laughs> licensed electrician, and you can find him at uh, electrical underscore local underscore sixty nine. Hey, by the way, I love local sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> My that, kind of guy. Is that is that is that the number? Is that the official number? Uh, yeah, that started off as a joke, man, way Got back it. in the day. Yeah, I, I've done it a few times yeah. myself. <laughs> way back in the day, yeah, yeah. We used to do a lot of work when I was doing concrete in Hamilton, and that's a huge union city there. So a lot of guys would be like, oh, you guys union? And we'd be like, no. They're like, oh, and then they would start off, you know, the union is this, the union is that, right? So then it was just too much, right? So we, I found it easier to just be like, yeah, we're union. And then it started, oh, we're local you guys at part. So I'm like, local 69. <laughs> the, best, the best part was the guys that would be like, oh, how's the benefits? How's that? And then like you're, you're having a five-minute conversation, and then you can tell when they clue into it. <laughs> that was, that was the best part. There, there used to be another one, too. You, you would say uh, a, a local 72, and they would say what? And you'd be say uh, 69, but uh, you owe me uh, for the difference of the 72 and the 69. <laughs> All right, let's get so, back into it. What else do we want to talk well, about? Well, wait, wait a second. I want to I want to go back to that whole. You you kind of stopped me there because you were going on with that amazing uh, uh, building code history. <laughs> no, the building code. How much does a permit in a brand new house cost? And it kind of separated into a renovation. If I'm doing a renovation, what would a permit cost for a renovation typically? For a whole house and just for a renovation. Yeah, I probably would say around three, four hundred bucks. It all, I mean, it depends, right? Like if you're doing a two hundred amp service, a four hundred amp service, you know, how big the house is, you know, how what's going in the house, right? It's saunas, pools, you know, all that. All that is going to add to the cost of the permit, right? So I can run you five hundred bucks, you know. But typically, you're probably like three, four hundred bucks is a good number, right? Where do these permit fees go? What are they covering? They're covering the inspection. They're covering the paperwork, the documentation, all that stuff, right? Well, I want to talk about something even more important than where the money goes. The most important part about the permit is is that if you do have a mortgage, which most of us do, you can't do any work on your house when you owe money to the bank. Because if you don't pull a permit and they find out that there's a fire or water damage to a fire, automatically you lose your house and your mortgage. This is an insurance because the bank Because the bank owns your house. So the minute that you don't pull a permit and something illegal happens, the bank has the right to take your biggest investment away from you. That, is that true? Yeah, that's true. So if you don't pull a permit and you have a fire and they find out, the bank automatically can seize your house and kick you out and take over. That's like the worst case scenario. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's how important it is for permits. That's what I'm trying to basically get at. No, no, no. I've, I've always said permits. It's so yeah, easy. No. You get a permit, you put it on the window, no one can mess I've with you. I've always said yeah. permits. Like yeah. even when we're doing the bunkie, we, we're doing a permit. Listen, if you're doing a renovation and you can't afford three or $600 on a permit, you shouldn't be doing the renovation. That's true. That's what it comes down to. So why is it that some electricians can actually get it phoned in? Is that because you guys have such a great history with the permit? Uh, yeah, they have different classes, right? 
So certain things you can get phoned in, not not everything. Not, not everything, yeah. Like and what kinds? Still, what kinds of things can you get phoned in? Um, you can just inspections are a little bit easier. Panel changes are a little bit easier. Like they don't the hydro can connect without the inspector coming out to see it, which is is a bonus, right? You don't have to stick there all day waiting for the inspector. You can kind of move on. So things like that. And I guess that you have a great rapport when you say local 69. That's right. <laughs> They're they like, come out, I know who that out. is. Yeah, <laughs> Pass them. <laughs> One thing that I always see, many things I see, but let's talk about staples. How far apart should staples be on your Romex? Mm. Because I see loose wires all over the house. What is yeah. the rule? You have to be within What's 12 inches code? of the box? Uh, 12 inches within the box. Uh, there's actually a rule, too, of how much wire you can have looped around the box. 10 inches, right? Uh, honestly, I'm not really sure. I don't think okay. it's that much, man. I was always told 10 inches extra. Yeah, oh, I don't In know. case you have to clip a couple times. A couple times. There's always that odd change of moving things around. So depending on the house. So 12 inches from the box, there should be one staple. That's right. And how often apart as going up like a two by four? I thought it was every four. To be honest, I don't really pay too much attention to the exact measurement, right? It's about making it look neat. Yes. You know, straightening out your wire, making it a little neat. If it needs two staples, it needs two. If it needs four, it needs four, right? Okay. So there's no uh, minimum code on that. Uh, well, I'm sure there's always going to be a code, a minimum code, but you can't just like minimum code isn't really good to follow for certain things, right? You got to, you got to make sure the job is clean and especially yeah. like in the home that's going to be spray foam. If you don't, if you don't yeah. want to have that wire nice and stable, it, you know, when you come back, that plug's not going to work, right? Because the spray foam pushes everything out. And the guy just comes and, and they'll cuts. cut it do you, and they'll cut the wire. Do you yeah. ever uh, recommend to the homeowner or the contractor to put more conduit in for the future if they're spray foaming? Yeah, it's always good. Uh, depending, like again, depends on the house. It's always good to at least bring something out to the backyard. Yeah, or even to the basement. And, yeah, well, yeah. if the basement isn't finished, yeah. Or if it's a, a big home, uh, one from the panel up to the attic at least. That never hurts. I mean, yeah. you know, you just run some core line up there. It's not that expensive. Why is it that some guys, some electricians, will just create a spaghetti factory by the panel and not take the time to actually clip everything straight, label everything properly with letters that I can read? Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the panel, you mean? On the panel, yeah. Why, why is it like I, I'm used to guys with a Sharpie writing each wire. Yeah, or a nice where sticker typed up. Exactly. Sticker yeah, yeah I, have this little, I have this little machine I just... Type it in and then yeah. prints off a little sticker oh, and I put it look on. Oh, fancy you are, blue yeah, collar fancy, boy. Fancy. Yeah, fancy, fancy. Oh my no, goodness. We, we, we print out a label f with a company logo. Yeah, it's 50 bucks, man. Whatever. I mean, yeah. but it, you know, at least somebody else goes there, you know, that homeowner sells or somebody else goes there. They know. There's your phone numbers there when there's an emergency, right? Yeah. 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 So it's good advertising and it doesn't take that long. I've always I, said that it basically takes as long to create a spaghetti as it does to create a nice. Or sometimes can. it takes it's, it takes you longer to make a mess than it does to you know do it. Is that true, really? Time. Yeah, because you I don't care. So. You're just pulling all kind of wire. No, no, I'm saying it's to make a mess. Sometimes it's more work than just to do it right the first time. Yeah, because you you leave a mess and now you go back and now it's like what happened here? You know, it's going to where do you finish? Where yeah. you start? Where do you finish? Let, yeah. Let's get outside because I know that more and more homeowners, man, pot lights and all the soffits, bars. Mm. All kinds of stuff, accent lighting, tree lighting, all kinds of stuff. Like, I mean, are you guys doing hardwire? Are you guys doing low voltage with transformers going around? Or like for landscaping? For landscaping. Landscaping, uh, I like low voltage all the way. All low voltage. Yeah, yeah. Waterproof, and that's it. You can get away with, you know, don't have to follow the electrical rules. Right? Well, why? It's not voltage, right? You don't have to go the 18 inches. Is it true the that... The wire is different. You I know? heard you could actually low voltage an entire house. Is that true? 
Mm, I don't think so. I wouldn't know how. I heard one it. person actually doing a low voltage in the entire house and just running lines. Like he created it as if it was like you know those. those He'd troughs. have to have a manifold of some kind. Yeah, he? that's exactly it. So you had those troughs on each floor where you ran all the lines of low voltage going to each fixture. He just wanted to do everything low voltage and go from that. And I was like, that's interesting, but I don't know how legal that was. And what would be you the mean purpose for lighting, of that? For lighting, all for lighting. Yeah, yeah, we've done that. We've done that. Really? Yeah, yeah. The whole house was LED, drivers in the basement, the, the room. Drivers everywhere. everywhere. Dri- everything was in the basement. The room was, you know, the size of this room. But doesn't, wow. that, doesn't that affect, like, so the other day, I, someone was selling a house and they wanted me to do some, some quick touch-ups in their place. Their transformers all blew in the ceiling. And they just thought it was the the LED pot, yeah, the puck. Yeah. Now you'd have to go all the way down the basement and try to source that out. Is isn't that more difficult? I mean, it depends what you mean by difficult, right? I mean, it's you know you're gonna have to change the part that's defective, right? I mean, obviously, changing a light a light bulb is always gonna be easier than either figuring out if the LED fixture or the driver is gone, right? Right. Obviously, you don't get that driver, at, you know, at Home Depot, right? So like a bulb, you, you know, you go to Home Depot or yep. whatever, you grab a bulb, you put it back in. So there's yeah. a bit more work involved. I believe in the particular house that I'm, I'm referring to, it was for health purposes. He didn't want the harmonics and that sort of thing. Oh, the, so we're going to, I, I want to talk about that. So are we talking about EMF, electromagnetic yeah. field? Yeah. He had, I can't remember the disease that he had. So I, I've heard that a lot of people, MS... Yeah, that's it. That's so, it. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. I want to hear this because I have some friends so, that have this. So, so there, there's a whole thing that I've spoken to a bunch of guys regarding EMF. Now, EMF is electromagnetic field. Every single home has an electromagnetic field because right. we create it. From by outside bringing, also. By bringing out, it's all over the planet, yeah. right? That's yeah. how it works. It's running through our That's head. how pigeons get around. They use it, right? Yeah. So, but the thing is you bring the power into the house, you create this electromagnetic field inside your house, but people that have certain conditions like MS. There's other ones as well. Also, I've heard of pregnancy, women that are pregnant. It affects them as well too. In what way? It just, it does something to your brain and your wiring. It, it affects the way you, you move and walk. So it just got something. Now, some guys, I've spoken to guys that are on home automation. I've spoken to guys that are electricians. I've spoken to all kinds of guys. Most guys in construction, I would say 99% of them, they think it's all snake oil. They yeah. don't necessarily believe it. But there's no conclusive proof that, first of all, the electromagnetic field in your house does not cause cancer. Okay, but that's what they're talking you about. You did, uh, I, I remember one of the we first did the houses painting. you did. Yeah, you so did a whole bunch of we testing. Did, we did the lead. And what was the testing? So we did lead painting. We, yeah. the, the testing that we, okay, the testing was stupid because he came in to test a house that had no power in it. Mm. Electromagnetic field is created when there's power inside the house. So he discovered that there was a field or there was actual current from the neighboring house. And it was coming from the neighboring house. And it was coming from the neighboring transformers that are are powering all the other houses. The issue is that you'll always find politicians will not get rid of cell phone towers. Cell phone towers contribute to EMF. That's right. When you're in a neighborhood and you've got big cell phone companies paying for a lot of stuff that's going on and everybody's consuming cell phones and not home phones anymore... How do you get rid of cell phone towers? My problem was that if you try to create your home to be perfectly EMF free, the moment you step outside and back to Tesla, they're the worst. 
Yeah, no, you're right. Because you're, you're yeah. in a bath of electromagnetic field. And that's yeah. not good for us, right? That's a fact. Yeah. And it's not good for you. It, they say that it's been contributing to, regarding men, it's testicular cancer. Regarding women, it's breast cancer. There's also some brain uh, MS. There's one of them. There's a bunch of them. So that, But there's no conclusive scientific proof regarding this. But a lot of people are believing yeah. it. But the, but the same thing happened to... How old are you now? By, by 38. Asking? You're really young still. When I was growing up, we had huge stereo systems in our cars. Like, and I had to, <laughs> I had to split those frequencies, that the, the, the speaker mm-hmm. wires from my RACAs and my, and my you trigger. Get the interference. Yeah. Obviously, a Tesla's got to be horrible. It's got to be it's horrible for your brain and body. Just t- don't yeah. tell that to Elon. Well, I don't think fi- he cares. It goes back to the 5G. You're going back to that world, right? Yeah. But so what have you guys gone that down that EMF road? Have you guys done like I said, we've done one house like that. Sometimes, you know, there's people that don't want the plugs next to bed because they don't yeah. want their phones charged. They, that, that's yeah. that's big. Do not charge your phones by your head while that's you a sleep. great that's great for that's relationships. Big. That's great for relationships. It saves relationships not having a phone by the bed. In case the side uh, texts you. No, you're, you're, <laughs> no that could be good. That could that could turn around and be good, you know. Yeah, yeah it depends they how the wife say, takes it. Yeah. Who you is know, texting you at this hour? The other day someone said to me, I asked my husband if they would have another person join us no because people are on instagram facebook twitter they're yeah you know nobody's spending time with each other so like, like you said having that separation in a bedroom and is you're the most tuning into part. couples therapy with yes cardio. and 86 dollars <laughs> an hour just send it too many <laughs> but I, i'm seeing that a lot of homeowners are getting kind of savvy but there's there's a lot of mixed information about that there but is. It, but if it is helping you if you see that it's helping you then by all means do it but yeah you you guys have to separate the circuits from the bed yeah, we got a cutoff switch like yeah. a, sometimes it's a recept a switch where you actually hit it when you go to sleep and all the plugs in the house or all the plugs in that room in that bedroom are dead They're you dead. can't use or sometimes it. you know the the parents like to control the you know the plugs for the TV in the kids yeah. room so yeah. they think they can turn them off you know like they got iPads and iPhones <laughs> they got Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. So, what are some of the demanding things that clients are asking in these come home, these custom homes that you come across? Well, appliances, right? Like, uh, we just, I just installed a cooktop with sixty amps. A cooktop. Just a cooktop. Yeah, convection cooktop. Sixty amps. Sixty amps. Why but so com- much? Because convection will boil water in Yo, ninety yeah, seconds. Because you know you can't. I wait. have it. Convection is better than gas. I know. You it's have supposed it. to. Yeah. What the f- really? Yeah. yeah. Martha, Martha had to. Have you got it. an e-bike. You got a convection. You yeah. got. You got. You got. You got. You got to be hip, man. Uh, got to be hip. Got to be hip. Electricity. <laughs> Are you going to get a Tesla you know. too? You gonna get a Tesla? <laughs> no, I. I don't believe in the battery and the frequencies and so on. I'm. I'm still buzzed out about that. Get it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to ask you uh, one thing that always comes up. People always say to me, when do you use 15 amp? When do you use 20 amp? And when do you use 25 amp? And what's the separation between them? 25 can you, amp. Can you explain that a little bit for some of the listeners? Yeah, 20 amp, you're basically, you're just going to be using it in the kitchen. You can't really use it anywhere else unless Laundry? it's specific. GFI? No? Uh, it has to be specific. I mean, you could probably get away with it. 20 amp outside of a kitchen, you can't just do, you know, I want 20 amps on my bedroom. And put it in there. That's not code. That's they not won't code. let it. Only now, because you, it won't trip as fast, right? Uh, no, you just... I'm not sure what the reason is. You just can't do it. Because usually now, 15 amps trips faster than 20, right? Yeah, I guess it's just... You don't need all that power. I'm not sure what the reason behind the cold is. But you can't do it unless you have a window unit. Then you can put in the 20 amp for the window unit. 
like a dedicated circuit for specifically for that. Yeah. For that specific appliance. Or if you have another appliance somewhere. Then they'll approve that. They'll approve that. Your outlets, are they 15 or 20? They're 15. Everything, every outlet in a house is 15 except for kitchen. So what would use 25? In the house, unless it's something very specific. I mean, you got, the house is basically going to have your 15, your 20, your 30 for your washing or your dryer. And then you're going to have your 40 all the way up to 60, depending what type of stove or oven or cooktop, whatever you have. What's the furnace use? A 15? 15. 15? A garage? Opener? Uh, 15. It's unless, still a 15? Again, unless Jacuzzi? It's, specific. It's, dedicated. I mean, it's a dedicated 15 for the garage? Uh, the garage, the, you have to just dedicate the garage itself. So the, the, oh, garage, the whole garage itself? The whole garage. Now, there's some openers that are 240 volts. Really? Yeah. Wow. The, the that's ones that crazy. mount on the side. Oh, yeah, that's right. Those are 240. Some of them. Some of them. I and like why those is ones. that? No, it just uh, that's the way they're built. They're quieter. Yeah. I like them. Quieter. They're, they're really nice. With more power running to it. Yeah. It's you're, quieter. You're turning at the source instead of turning it. Yeah, the door itself is quieter. Yeah. Yes. You don't hear it as much because you're using just a spring, right? Yes. As uh, opposed to the chain. Talk to Joe. So, Joe Fernandez. What is JR what are, doors? What is jacuzzis? <laughs> Jacuzzis depends anywhere, on the size yeah. of the jacuzzi. 40, uh, 50 amps, 60 amps. Okay. And if you were to do a, a garage, what what would you? What's your preference to a two car garage or a single car garage? Is it attached to the house? No, s- separate from the house. I probably would put a, its own panel in there just for. Do a pony panel there. Yeah, just for future. Yeah. Make it more convenience if you ever have to add anything to, because if you're, you know, you might always add something to the garage. What are the codes to putting a pony panel in a house if you don't want to upgrade your main panel? Uh, there's not as long as you do it to code as far as the install goes. And what fine. is minimum code on that? Is is there anything that we no, should know about? No, just no. you just gotta follow the rules. What's the distance inside the house? Where from the time that you penetrate the house to get to your panel, how far away can the panel be? What's the maximum? Five feet. Five, five feet of wire. Five feet of wire. Five feet of wire. And that's it. You got. You can't push your panel anywhere else. You can put it anywhere else. You, you got to protect it. So you can do that via, uh, you know, either a panel with a main breaker. You can put a disconnect switch. And then run a tech cable all the and way to the you, new yeah. panel. Or you can put the disconnect switch outside, and then now you're free to do whatever you want because it's fused outside and it's protected. Well, so there's options. There's always options, right? It's just a matter of how. How much cost. you want to pay? That's right. Because it's just more time consuming to do it. More time consuming, more equipment. Because most clients you will know. actually want the panel where the hot water tank is, where the boiler is, where everything yeah. is, right? I mean, most of the time, the panel always goes where there's no room to put it, right? Of course. So I have a trick question for you. If I was getting <laughs> you to put pot lights up and I need you to put pot light plates up, which way would you put them? There's only one way. Yeah. No, there's two ways. There's really? the right way. So when you're a dry, <laughs> so, so when you're a drywall and a painter or a mutter, yeah. you want you, you, you want, want them you want to them flip upside it upside down. down because when you get the rotor ro- yeah. zip, when you stick it in, it's a smaller hole. So That's when right. you put the the plate uh, over top, it doesn't show the router cut. If you go to eighty percent of the houses, you'll always see that the drywall always leaves a little notch, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. an unfinished uh, product because mutters never cover that up. No, so motherfucker. I just I just wanted for other contractors, homeowners, and electricians to put it up. Be courteous down. for the drywallers and painters and mutters and turn them upside yeah. down. That way we get a nicer, cleaner, tighter cut. The, but you know we can't do that. Well, if I asked you, you would, right? No, I mean you know, electricians <laughs> and drywallers getting along. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. So what do you, guys, you guys? put we them can. down? I, yeah, I put them down. I mean. Uh, Again, if if I get asked to put them up the other way, no, it doesn't just, make no difference. I just find me. it's a huge inconvenience. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And a, a cosmetic unfinish. It's always yeah. happening. To be honest with you, most of the ones we use nowadays, they're flat anyways. They are. They don't have the rim on they it. They don't have the rim anymore, yeah. 
Okay, but good. I know what you're saying because then you got to do the whole on the outside of the yeah. circle as opposed to the inside. That's right. Of the Which, and it becomes and then, the trim. Yeah, you always miss out. Yeah, you always you know cuts yeah, out. You're, you That's cut actually a, a good you're, point, man. You're cutting yeah. in almost a three sixteenths, and if you're awful with that roto step, you can be cutting at a quarter inch. And, and guys never put the proper filler or tape up. They just uh, yeah. they just but get the CGC and it always cracks. You had the same problem when we were using housings in the second floor. It was the same thing. Most of the time, like it was, if it's not flush a hundred percent, that's why retrofit pot lights have always, were always nicer. Cause it gave you that, you know, you had that extra quarter lit inch around the pot yeah. light to cover those mistakes. That's right? right. When are we getting rid of slim lines? You don't like slim lines? I hate slim lines. The look, well, why don't you explain the look slim lines? Mm. I don't like them because they look cheap. Have you used the Lunas? Yeah. I just don't, I, I actually, I want directional. I want to move yeah, it. Yeah, the Lunas. Yeah. Is that the, the architectural series? Well, most lines are made by Lightline. Yeah, and they have the four-inch Lunas, three-inch Lunas. They're really nice. And but I, I, just, I just don't like that that flat look because that's yeah. what was always used in showers. It was that's always right. a water trim, a waterproof mm-hmm. trim, or a water-resistant trim. But I always like, I always prefer. Give me options to direct that light. That's yeah. what I always prefer. But now I'm seeing a really nice trend, which I'm appreciative of, is the architectural series where you're getting two, three, four bank lights going mm. in there right so you can actually the move rectanglers. it yeah and i love that stuff yeah i like lo- it's i know it's more work for you guys because you got to add a driver and you got to add tails for every single one of those yeah, but it gives the work. clients options to direct light in one source and now mm-hmm. you just don't have one pot light you have four pot lights or three or two yeah. right i do like those and they they come in either trim setup or trimless. Uh, or trimless yeah, yeah. Those are nice, but I, I like the CFL lights. I hated the CFL mm-hmm. bulbs, and we, and it was funny how the government finally woke up and realized that there was mercury in that. Yeah. And whenever one of those broke, you actually had to treat it like hazmat material. Yeah. Hey, that's true, a fact. True story. One yeah. of my friends was trying to fight. Uh, I'm not going to say the company because he's still in court with this. Dun, he worked. Dun, dun. He worked for. He worked for a lighting company. They made light bulbs and fluorescent lights and so on. And uh, his spine fused. And huh. And he swears that all the results come from mercury and his only mercury exposure is working at that plant and making those bulbs. Yeah. And he swears that he got so much mercury in him that his spine fused together and now he can't even like, he's it actually liter- says on all those, all that packaging, it actually says that there's mercury contents in this and it's yeah. harmful for you. And every time they, uh, they burn out half of them, they always burst. Right yeah. at the, oh, right at the yeah. sock. Come on. Yeah. When we were kids, you know yeah. how we were smashing those oh, things. Come on, the tubes. Going by a garbage can. Kaboom. Yeah, the you tubes. got an eight-footer when that thing pops. Oh, it's like yeah. a gun. Oh, I know. Yeah. Was, that was gold to find it's an eight-footer. A, yeah, now I'm thinking, it's like holy a cow. It's a sword. Like, <laughs> thank God when I broke it, I ran. No, did you? <laughs> yeah. You're like, but I was polluting, but I didn't know any better, right? <laughs> because they weren't they were, they weren't disposing of it. So, yeah. Back so, in the day, you recycled them in the garbage bin, right? Yeah. In the so, back of the building. So, so what why, do you guys, why what do you, is it that LED lights are, are they say that they're last 50 years, but how do we know that they last 50 years? Know, because I've actually had bulbs before die less like five, six years. last 50 years. No. So what, no, is, the, what is the norm? Fail. What is the norm of a LED bulb? It depends. Um, depends, obviously, quality. Uh, heat, right? Heat is what kills them, Heat right? is the killer. That's right. Everyone still has to understand that LED still emits some heat. Yeah. Not like a halogen where you can cook an egg on it. But it still emits some heat. 
Yeah, it still does. I mean, low voltage lighting is still the best lighting. I mean, I love low voltage. We can't use it now because it's, you know, 50 watt, 75 watt lamp. No one, you know. They don't do... LED is like, you know, 9 watts. With all the drivers. Yeah, you can't, you can't go back. I know, but right? like you got like the drivers on top of driver. Then you got to do the math. And you got to calculate what the wattage yeah. is on each driver. Then you got to figure out what... If you're using strip lighting, what the wattage is per foot. Sometimes some companies come in per meter, per yeah, foot. Yeah. You're getting then me tired you, already. Uh, you yeah. gotta, it's math. You have yeah, to calculate yeah. how yeah, much... Yeah, the tape light is... A, it's a little hard because... Uh, first of all, there's nothing. It doesn't say anything on the tape. No, it's all the on the light. piece of paper that you threw out of the That's box. That's right. Or if you even get a piece of paper, right? But I mean, you can do a lot of cool things with tape. Oh, light, I right? love tape light. Yeah, dude, I, I'm 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 huge on it, man. Yeah. I want to do more with it. I just it. found out you can do a recessed uh, channel now on drywall. Yes. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah someone's yeah. selling a channel. I know. Yeah. I know. Von Who's Ledger. who is that? I mean, if we're going to do a plug or something. Do a plug. Ahead. I love plugs. Yeah. Ah, you get it? Especially hair plugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I get it. Plugs. Electrical ah. plugs. That, uh, I haven't done that. I haven't installed one of those, but I'm kind of, uh, I might just do it in my house just to see how it looks. So that's pretty cool. Who, who's the company that's doing that? I've I saw it on Instagram. I know Von Electric sells it. They sell it. I saw another. Tri- uh, it's not Trimtex, is it? Contract. It's not Trimtex. Uh, I don't think it comes from Trimtex. Yeah, they're not good enough I to do that. I thought Trimtex... <laughs> I actually, that's how I started this whole Such thing. I, I reached guy. out to Trimtex to see if they did it. They don't. They'll probably copy it. Yeah, which is kind of Here weird. Here goes they again, do it. Don Cherry. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of Trimtex. I am. Well, I'm not a, that's why you're on that side them. of the fucking yeah, table. I don't use them, so it doesn't matter to me. But anyways, back to that. You use whatever you like that that works for the client, that, and right. I will too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't install Trimtex. <laughs> but huh? uh, the trimless thing is pretty cool, or the recessed. I do. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. That makes a lot of, is it I, easy for electricians to install? Well, I think you would still need the drywaller to do it because okay. you got to mud it in. That's a good sign. I like that. Yeah. You know what I'm liking about so all this stuff? So we have to work together at yeah, some point. Yeah, that's why I'm liking all this stuff. The harder they make electrical to look seamless and mm-hmm. blend in, the more electricians have to get along with drywallers and vice versa, and they have to get along with trim guys and carpenters and everything like that. I like that. Gone are the days where one trade comes in. I'm glad makes you a like hole. something finally. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're uh, one, one trade doesn't get to somewhere, the other guys. Trade. Exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> no, you got to get along with Hang everybody. on, let me move some of these peanuts here. Yeah, usually, <laughs> usually Manny's throwing bananas at people. <laughs> All right, I think it's time well, for. No, no, it's not. Okay, okay. So it's Green Book talk yes. time. So how, how, how well informed are you with the Green Book? Yeah, not that well. Uh, trust me, all of us are not. <laughs> you, you, you know what? We're, all, all, the, we're all, all on the same page. Get That's it? the book same that page. hangs on the wall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's over there. You know what? We're practicing it. And we're preaching it. And uh, no, hopefully, it's good to know. hopefully it makes it a difference. Tell us sure. what's going on in Green Book so, talk today, Carlito. We're going to uh, we're gonna pick something here nice. Um, is it a nice Shiraz Cabernet? Yeah, let, let's let's pick this. I, I couldn't find anything electrical. Sorry, I, I've been so busy I haven't been able to get anything. <laughs> uh, okay, employer failing to ensure that written training and instruction record is prepared on site. This what, is a new one. What <laughs> is the the uh, penalty or the fee for first offense under Section twenty six point two dash two? 500 bucks? You? Want me to give you an answer? Yeah, you, you love this part. <laughs> I'm going to say 550. The guy sleeps with these books, by the way. <laughs> 550. Uh, Manny, you're right, and you were very close, so prize goes to both of you. 550 in first place. 500 is the starting for almost all five. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, That's why. The, the most point, of the, the point of this, the, the practice of this is, uh, you know, it, if you have records of your guys, 
or anything that you have to have on your site for an inspector, you should have it there. You shouldn't have it in your car or at home or the exactly. dog exactly. chewed it up or exactly. you washed in laundry. By law, you have to have this on site. You got four guys working for you. You better have all their WSIB and all their training. But that will fall under contractor, right? Correct. On site. But that should be in the job box at the site. Yeah. yeah. And everyone should have a job like box. A, every trade will submit their paperwork. Correct. That's right. If an inspector wants to find something and he wants to pick at you because he doesn't like something about you, this is one of the things he'll he'll choose, right? Yeah. And that was Green Book Talk with Carlito. Wow, thanks, Manny. I'm honored. Do I get a We're banana today? We're talking to... No, you do not get <laughs> shit. We're talking to Mario. So at electrical underscore local underscore 69. And it's not actually a union, guys. Just to give you a heads and up. And I love Sorry. the 69. I'll never forget this guy. Give him a follow. And uh, okay. What else do we want to touch upon electrical? Oh, oh, oh. you've been talking enough, man. It's I haven't my spoken turn. a single word. I'm um, looking at the timeline. I'm like, look, it's dead. Do you do a lot of callbacks or repairs? No, no. Okay. Uh, do you get sent out to do someone else's callbacks and repairs? Sometimes we do a lot of service. Okay. So that would be, you know. How do you feel and have you gone back to any houses with pot lights in the ceiling with an attic? Yeah. And what were the problems you've seen? Well, sometimes, you know. You know, they used to use the wrong retrofits. It hasn't been too, it's not that long ago that they started making a retrofit pot light that was vapor tight. Yeah. So yeah, there was always condensation. So what years. Carlito's getting to is I just find that even with the proper box, if you mm. don't put a bag over top and you don't put the proper amount of insulation, you're going to still get sweating on the bulb and possibly maybe, rusting. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a new home, you're always going to put the vapor barrier. I mean, that's... Yeah, you would hope so. You'd that. hope so. It'll be hard to pass, right? Yeah. What, well, how do you, what's your feeling about uh, pot lights in attics? Man, they're fine. I, I mean, I like pot lights. The more, the better, right? Because well, you make money off every single one. Well, that and some places a fixture doesn't always... You know, doesn't always suit it, right? Yeah. I mean, you, certain places you got to have fixtures, right? Don't, don't you love that look on the client's face? Or I'm assuming designer's face, too, when you explain to them that it costs X amount per pot light. And then they can justify that cost. But the moment that you five feet away put another pot light, they can't justify that cost for that second pot light mm. and third pot light and fourth pot light. Don't you love that look on that, that deer in the headlight where you just want to accelerate? You're going to charge me for that? What's, yeah. what, what is a going cost? Not holding you on anything. Yeah. That, for, well, it, it varies, right? I don't and and, I, and I'm not just saying your but, company, but uh, what is an average cost for a pot light install? Uh, you'd probably be looking at 100 to 150 bucks. It all depends on the pot yeah, light. That's yeah. what I've been told. Yeah. That's, what I've been, that's what I've paid. Yeah. And how do you feel that uh, the new LEDs have like, you know, 2,000 lumina, 4,000, 6,000? How do you feel about that, and what's the proper lighting, or is that all personal preference? You mean like the color? Yeah, it's and, and the and the brightness. Well, uh, you got yeah. lumens and you got Kelvin. Yeah. So Kelvin's the color. Well, let's talk Kelvin's about that color. and educate people that don't know the difference. Every light has like the sun, Kelvin. Yeah, that's right. The higher the Kelvin count, count so if you start getting into the five thousand, mm-hmm. six thousands, whatever, blue. the bluer the light. Yeah. The lower you start getting into two thousands to the three thousands, the warmer the light, right? And that's basically, generally speaking, residential is a warmer, lower Kelvin count. Most people are healthier in a residential right. area with a warmer light. 
but there is a shift if you got a modern home they'll definitely want it to be more bluer which is colder which is used in a commercial application when you yeah. walk into a store to not these sell. days to, well, it's, it's colors look brighter, right? brighter. Your eye perceives like exactly. in this room, this is probably a 4,000. You perceive it to be brighter. Like if you were to put a 3000 in here with higher lumens, your eye would still perceive that this room is brighter Correct. at this color. Wow. Interesting. Then, then you've right. got the lumens, right? So what, what is an average 60 watt incandescent bulb? What was the lumen uh, count? Five, on? 600, lumens. 600 lumens. Right. Yeah. And then they took a while to get LEDs to get anywhere near yeah. five, 600 lumens. Right. Yeah. So lumens is actually literally the amount of candles that's right. that it's are attached to a bulb. Yeah. That's you all measure the brightness. Of exactly. It. That's all it is. So you want to look for your particular color temperature, which is the Kelvin. And you want to look for your lumen count. Yeah. Like um, I was saying, those lunas that I was mentioning to you. Yeah. The newer ones now, they they you buy one you buy one pot light, you can adjust the color temperature with the driver. With the driver. Oh, I like that. So there, you know, it doesn't hold you down. There isn't that, you know. Can you range from like? That's right. You can range, I think, from twenty-seven to five thousand. I think. Really? Yeah, so thirty-five hundred can... is wow. really nice, actually. Because I like that a lot. Because I don't like being told, "Here's twenty-seven hundred. Live with it. This is the warm color." No, the last. But few... then you get side lights, you get sconces, you get other fixtures, other families, other brands, right. and they're like maybe thirty-one hundred or thirty-two hundred, and it's slightly off. And I can't stand that the lighting in all one room is different temp. I, I just changed one to five thousand in the shower. I just did, mm. and man, I can't believe. It's Bright. How nice it is to certain take a colors, shower. That, but with, certain colors, like grays, if you hit a 5,000 on like a gray marble, it pops. It looks yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. You truly, you get to see the gray, right? You hit it with a more warm color, it's, it doesn't, it, no, so it just doesn't look the So would you recommend a higher Kelvin in a kitchen environment? They say you should go higher in areas that you are more active in. Like? Like your kitchen. Gym. Gym. Bedroom. <laughs> Bedroom, depending, so if, why depending on the, the time of the day. Depending on how long you've been married. <laughs> if you're single, you go in the bedroom with bright. I, I, always, I always like looking. <laughs> I want to know what's going on. <laughs> if you're married, you don't even need pot lights in there. Never mind. Hey, where'd that bruise come from? <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, what are the health... What are you hearing about the new LED lights? How good are they for our eyes versus the old technology? Uh, do we have problems ahead? I don't know, man. It's it's the same thing we were talking before about the uh, EMF. It's, you know, you get is it true? Sides. Is it not true? That's we don't right. know, right? Everybody's different. Yeah. What's your personal preference? I mean, what's your personal opinion on this? You must you must I mean, hear more than us because you're. I mean, I don't know if you can fight. Yeah, I mean, can you fight? You know, that's where it's going, right? For you to find the pot light now that's not LED, it's you know, it's a mission, right? No, the whole industry. Yeah, to even get a, anything with a can now, it, people look at you weird, like. Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> I don't. So, think, they're not. Well, they're making decorative incandescent bulbs where you see the filaments. Yeah, and no, you but, pay a pretty penny for those. But they're things. still LED. They're just. That's design. true too. They're also, designs, but no, yeah. but I, there's actually a shop in Toronto. I think that does the old school wire, mm. like the old, old Edison school yeah, kind yeah. of bulbs, but they're like, really like it's a hundred lumens. It's strictly decorative. Yeah. yeah that, that's, but that's for a fixture that you just want to look at that bulb shine. Correct. Right? Correct. It's not for an everyday what, application. What's your minimum charge to a homeowner for a visit? For an electrician. Uh, if will you will. hold it to him? No, 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 no. <laughs> Probably a service call. Probably 250. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. Well, it's the going rate, right? I always thought two fifty was four hours, and uh, a full day would be minimum five. I mean, anything after the the, the service call, then you're you know what ninety a hundred in piece an work, hour. pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah. Depending yeah. on what what the deal. Just is. for the listeners, right? Yeah. 
what to expect when uh, the, you can't expect anyone to come to work for free. No. And take a look at stuff well, and say, "What? Well, that was free." What? And really? I'm there's sure, people. I'm sure people, there's a lot of people. That there's a lot of people. They expect <laughs> a lot of freebies for some reason. Yeah, yeah. What are the most eccentric or coolest things you've ever done or seen in a house with electricity? Mm. With electricity, just light fixtures. You know, it's like I've been putting up these light fixtures, man. Me and another guy, three hours to put up a light fixture. So that's a question because you charge an hourly to actually assemble these light fixtures, yeah, yeah. right? And then the clients freak out. But they give you 15 boxes with tissue wrapped yeah, crystals crystal. that you can't break. And yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. You go hire a monkey to put this together. And that's not like yeah. licensed electrician. So that money is well spent. Yeah, yeah. Like I did one that had to glue the, the fixture, the parts together where the nut met. They actually ask you to do that? Yeah. I, I tried to bypass it and it was just started falling apart. It would unwind itself somehow. Some of these light fixtures are insane. Yeah. And you can only charge by the hour. Because, oh, I know. Because you guys like don't three know. Three hours for two it, guys. Yeah. Most of the time, it's your first time oh, assembling oh, this yeah, light. You never do one of those uh, twice. Yeah. The homeowner would just say, oh, well, we're just going to put a light there. And then they show up with a chandelier like you guys are mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm. about. And you're like, I didn't quote for that. Yeah, five, six hundred pieces. That's crazy, no, no, man. You, but you always, as an electrician, I know all yeah. the electricians I've worked with, they've always submitted that finishing cost. Yeah. It's an hourly cost. I know, but general con- general contractors don't always cover that. And I've seen in my my own past, I've had people that I've worked with that have because they've wanted to go through the contract so fast and they just want to start the job. They forget about the detail and the stipulations be- behind yeah. this. And then a homeowner's got you by the balls, man. Yeah, I mean, you know? again, it depends the on light the house, bulbs. right? <laughs> <laughs> by the bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, depends on, it depends on the job, right? Like in the basement, you're not going to have a fixture that's going to take you hours. No, but you, the staircase, the dining room, the yeah. kitchen, sometimes in the master the bath. Entrance. Yeah. yeah, the entrance. So you're, you're going to have like... A 10, like in an average home, you're going to have yeah. 10 light fixtures that you, you know, guys have if, to assemble. If they're going on glass, it always takes you a little bit longer. It's insane. What are typical dangerous things that happen in the house that you see regarding accidents and fires? People putting chandeliers over bathtubs, which mm. are not approved, but every I client know, I fucking hate that. Them. I they, actually like chandeliers. They do the test. They can't touch it. We're good. Is that the test? <laughs> if you can't touch the light. So wait That's a second. Right. Wait a second. Most of my family's like seven feet, so no. they can touch anything. No, t- you just gotta build a taller house. <laughs> no, but, but but the ESA code is that you can't have a fixture. You can't. Yeah. T- it, what is it? One meter? You have to be. I'm one not me- sure what it is. We put them all the time. It's never really been an issue. And the ESA passes. No, it? but you're right. If he's he's totally right. If you have a ceiling ten feet. And that's one Nobody's going to put a chandelier 10 feet over a bathtub. No, because you always want it like eye level so you can see it. You're Correct. almost banging into it as you Correct. walk into the, into yeah. the tub. Well, and no one uses the cold. tub anyway. How, the about tub a, is how, about a, how about like a spitting ball then? Mm. A There's no power ball? in it. A you can ball? have all. <laughs> We're going back to the 80s? I know, man. 70s. <laughs> I'm back from there. <laughs> Do you watch any of the Reno shows? Yeah. Which I don't ones? Mind them. You don't oh, mind them. I don't mind them. No, man. I mean, they give you some ideas once in a uh, while. The door's unlocked there. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like them. Manny's a hater. Actually, my I'm com- a lover. Yeah, my company actually uh, worked in one of them in Toronto there. Really? Uh, I think it was the Property Brothers. Oh, oh there. man. Uh, there we go. Now you got me not involved. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I hate actors. Homes. Yeah, I've seen you on Homes. Wicked. Yeah, yeah. Changed my whole life. Yeah. Made Some me a better them, person. Manny again, doesn't want to believe it, but it made me a better person. Again, like, I'm There's in the There's nobody trade. to kiss. I'm not working for <laughs> yeah. anyone anymore. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, very proud of it, actually. Yeah, I have a different, like, maybe because I'm in the trade, I see, I'm not, whatever they're saying, I'm not taking it. I understand. Like, You're not you taking see, it seriously? I'm not, yeah. When you see a, a guy doing demo with a $5 pouch and he's clean, 
You know what I mean? I know that's not true. Like I get dirty putting my boots and walking to my truck. I'm Thank not you. Dirty. Wait a second. I never had a five dollar pouch and I was never. No, clean. but basically, you've shows. So. You've seen some shows. So yeah, I'm, not, yeah, no, I'm not saying no, all of right. them. I'm you're giving right. it a general. So, so Mario, basically, what you're saying is your what, guys you, actually did work, right? You're yeah. watching it. You're watching Thank it just you. for pure entertainment. Pure entertainment, and like I said, I well, like to get some TV ideas. Shows about. Yeah, I get some. You know, the the core and some of the ideas are cool now. You know, when they do these giant rentals in seven days, I mean, it, Bullshit. it, it doesn't take you seven <laughs> days is the first Bullshit. meeting for you to figure the th- things oh, out. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the electrical things you may have seen on these shows that kind of make know, your head then, shake? Yeah. And then some of them, you know, they use the, the fear things like, you know, there's two junction box in the base. Oh, man, what's coming? <laughs> You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'll tell you the truth. Uh, I don't know. As a kid, yeah. if you played like treasure games, like yeah. if you go on treasure hunts, uh, we we all as a team would always try to find something wrong. So for it's the, funny for the, you said, hey, I found a box. I found yeah. a box. You know, you open the wall and there's a there's a wire with, ah. with the barrettes. Yeah. And it's It's alive. It's dead. Um, so you, got, you know you probably energize it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 never done anything like that. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So um, some of them are okay. Other ones, I mean, I don't really get into it. Like I said, some of them I like watching it just for the the entertainment of it. Other ones I just don't get into. Well, that's yeah. the whole purpose of it is yeah. entertainment, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said it was real construction. It is real construction, but it's still entertainment. This is entertainment and no. it's real. No, this is real construction talk and that's bullshit fucking construction. You know what? As yeah. pure entertainment. This is the Manny that I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> there what? isn't a show we call on him. TV that's real construction well, right now. Well, a lot of people don't know, but uh, Manny's middle name is Don Here we Cherry. Go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Those uh, shows suck. It's like uh, watching the 90 Day Fiancés for relationship but, advice. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I would have never got to really meet him if I wasn't on the show. He was like, hey, I saw your nose. And I was like, that I never was my said nose. That. I never but you said guys, that. On your show, you guys actually did the work. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. A, Dude, lot, of, a lot of these shows. To tell you the truth, you know, I never worked just harder anywhere else that I did it there. Yeah. Like, the hours were crazy. Like, yeah, if I knew what I do now, like, I would have yeah. never worked those hours. Six that's to right. four in the morning. That's nuts. Yeah. I, then I'm going home to sleep for an hour or two and I'm exhausted again. Yeah, but a guy like, you know, I can tell. I can know the difference, right? Like I said, if you see a guy that's, you know, cleaner, you, you know, you know, certain shows are what I'm talking about, right? And nothing against the show. I don't, I'm not picking. Yeah, there's any. a magic racer looking boy that actually doesn't do any work. That's, but some of them, they don't do <laughs> dumb, any work. Dumb, dumb. Basically, you know, they're entertaining it for you, right? It's but pure gotta, entertainment. It's well, not real construction. Hey, listen, I, I'm going to tell you something. All the shows that me, are currently on Manny, right now. Me and Manny have two different opinions. He loves, he hates them. I love them. Yeah, they're, nothing, um, they're good for the industry. I'll tell you I the think, truth. Overall. Until I actually yeah. got on that show, I never realized that I wasn't learning. I just kept doing the same old mm-hmm. things over and over again. And I got an opportunity to talk to people and manufacturers and spend more time talking and learning when I never did that when I was working. Yeah. And then some of them have actual, like, they use real numbers. Who's using real numbers? Well, we're close enough, right? I haven't seen one show use real numbers. Yeah? Well, I've seen numbers, but not always realistic. Yeah. Well, yeah. but then obviously so back to deals, this right? is not real construction. No, yeah. it, it's it's real, but the thing is, yeah, is that I mean, people are donating and volunteering can't, and can't see this, watch this, this show. Those and shows are about as thing. real as breast implants. I don't want to mm-hmm. get okay? into this. Many. They're real this on the outside, but they're me. not real on the inside. But they're still good. To you look know at. what? Pure entertainment. Pure entertainment. But you know what? But you can also play with them. 
Yeah, that's right. Pure <laughs> entertainment, and I would never take them yeah. serious. Yeah, oh, like man. the homeowner can't look at the show and say, okay, this show did it for 50000 so that's and my budget. And they do that, and that's yeah. what kills us, because you walk in there, Wait. and they go, listen, well, that's, it's Vidal Sassoonboy came in here, and he said it actually costs $100 for an electrician to come in here to change a panel. Well, listen, yeah. first of all, there is no set price in construction. <laughs> that's right. I always say it, and I can, I can actually <laughs> produce... Uh, uh, a washroom. I'm not saying it's gorgeous, but I can produce a washroom for 12 grand. Yeah, uh, but sure I can produce can. an amazing washroom starting to get into the 30s and 40s that is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the numbers. Here's a question for you, Carlito. Oh, here it goes. He's getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> Would you produce a washroom with anybody from TV right now? Hire them to work with you side by side. Anybody on TV right now. Anybody. I don't watch TV though. No, no. Anybody from one of these shows, would you take anybody from any of these shows, Mario, and actually have them as your second man working with you on a real job site? Would you take anybody from TV right now? I don't know if I know them personally enough. No, no. From the work that you've seen, from the work that you've seen, you would. Who would you take? Uh, My boy Blake, Daniel Vela. Uh, Those are some of the guys I I, I totally respect. Would you take any of the hosts? Yeah, you're mean host. How, I'm how talking host. But yeah. how do you get a host to work under uh, you? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Would you take any That's of the like hosts two alpha males. that are currently on any of the shows right now to come in here and work side by side with you on any project? I don't even know what shows I've been watching lately. Would you take the pro- Property Brothers and bring them on you and pull no. fucking wire? No. Would you? No. Would you take Brian Baumler? Would you take Scott McGivery? Would you take Mike Holmes? Would you take any of those and work side by side on a real construction right now? Well, I have. No, no, no. Right now. Not when you were on TV. Right now I, I, on a I real have, job site. That it's not fair for me to answer this question yeah. because what, what yeah. I don't... Well, I, Mike Holmes, he has a construction company. Yeah. yeah. Um, Balmer, he has But what I, wanted to, what I wanted to get to is that um, my idea of a, a show is different than... That's right. What, I've, like, what I did was I'm very proud of and it was an ama- amazing experience. Hang on. I but, can't see the cue cards. <laughs> sorry. Uh <laughs> My, my books just fell. <laughs> but the thing is, is that uh, I'm looking for different kind of entertainment now. And I don't, yeah. I don't see that anymore. Like, I don't see what I like. Um, I think because maybe I've advanced in a different way or I, I, my, my expectations are different now. So I'm just not into it. And that's why I think we're doing something different. We're yeah, I think, you know, when you, when you did it, there was probably, what, one or two shows on TV, right? You guys yeah. Well, there was real the first. Reynolds first, and then yeah. there was there was his show that, yeah. that he was now on. Now there's you know there's fifty of them on TV, right? Yeah. So it's it's flooding. You know, some like, of them now are doing islands. It's it's, 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 it's like it's, seeing you know, fifteen thousand different so versions it, of Batman. Yeah, I don't, I don't appreciate it anymore. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm it's, with you on that. So because like, you can only see nobody's something for answered so long, my right? question. I'm gonna answer the question. I won't take any of those fucks on my job site. My real job site. What if Not they got, one. What if they come with bottles of wine? Nope. I, I'll take anybody that works in the industry. You work yeah. in the industry. Anybody that's been on this show, they work in the industry. I'll take any. I, you know when you meet somebody, you can smell it. You can see it. You can understand it. You can respect it. They work in the industry. Yeah. My problem is that these hosts, which I know that I call them reno actors, trademark, they will never be on a real job site. 
and I would never invite them on yeah, my I mean, real but that's, job site. It's their job, right? That's all I'm saying. They're entertaining. They're yeah. performers. Yeah, but it's a so show. I mean, the, the exactly. Homeowner, so take it for that. Yeah. So if they want to perform, it's no different than watching 90 Day Fiance. That's right. But the They're homeowner, performing. Needs, you the homeowner know needs to understand that it's entertainment. Uh, uh, and, it's know. entertainment. I keep that's on hearing that it's entertainment. I, it is. Entertainment is not construction. But, you you know, know, but some of them have physical construction careers. And no, businesses. Well, they yeah. monetize. So yeah. for them to monetize... Good on them. Yeah. It's very business savvy. It's smart. I totally respect that. It's great. They've made money off the construction industry, but I would never, ever take any one of them on my job site to work side by side, pull wire, do this, build that. Not one. Not one. Not one. That's just me. Neither one of you guys have answered that. I don't watch TV, man. <laughs> I don't even have cable, bro. My cable broke yesterday. Uh, honestly, you know what my cable is? Is actually looking at the customer and I'm like, what else do you need? You know, I should have cracked that bottle uh, of wine. What about uh, Man, these apps so now that find you work? I'm sorry, who? The apps that find you work. Are you? I, I detest them. You do? I Listen, I, I'm a really good bullshit detector where I look at things and somebody behind an app, behind a show, behind anything, mm -hmm. if their primary motive was to produce a way to monetize an idea, I'm not interested mm -hmm. in that. Okay. And, and I know that if I could speak to somebody that's in the construction industry and I'm having a general conversation with them about the construction industry, I know whether or not they're, they're calling bullshit or not. I already yeah. know it. Well, yeah. That's it. Okay, but I want to say something. Go ahead. Um, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I, I didn't know Jim Carrick very well. I, I met him many times. And just recently, us having those two podcasts, sometimes you don't... When you watch television and you don't get to know somebody until you get to know them, like, I am really have a crazy admiration for Jim Carrick right now, which I never had. Like, yes, I watched the show and yes, I did enjoy it. One of the best things I liked about it was that it was real, that he was never there. I love that. I was yeah. like, man, if homeowners could figure out that us contractors can't be on the site all the time. Where, we, where are you when you're a GC in a job? How, how many times well, are you on the phone? How many times are you in your van well, driving no, around? The only thing is, is, there's not one job going. There's three, four jobs going and that's real. And, you know, uh, I got I got a lot more respect than I ever did, and you know I never got to know Jim, and I had a I had a, an opinion of him from television, but that wasn't something that was, you know, solid yet. Accurate. Yeah. And as I got to know him and meet him in person and speak to him outside of like, uh, microphones or TVs, I I learned to like really respect the guy, and there's so much to learn, you know. So entertainment can. Get you lost, but they're the people are people still. That's right. You can find some really yeah, yeah. great things in people outside of the. Listen, when you're on the show, I've told you this over and over, and I've expressed it on the podcast. The first couple of seasons of that show that he was on, it was a good show. It was an inspirational show. It was a guy who's coming in to find problems and fix things and do things properly and was construction related. The problem is that once the sponsorships came in and he was dedicated to just endorsing one particular product over another because there was a paycheck behind it, that's where the credibility got lost for me. And we know that if you're talking to anybody, you're, you're coming in, you're speaking to designers, you're speaking to homeowners, you have your favorites that you like to yeah. use if you prefer an Eaton panel over a Siemens panel or whatever, right? The thing is, the, but if you're being paid now to push one over the other, that's a different story. Is it really a better product? We all know that tool-wise, we didn't even get into tool with Mario. What the fuck? We already know. Milwaukee. No. 
No. No. No way, what? man. Portuguese. Black and yellow, man. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black. <laughs> so you do a lot of pictures then. <laughs> what? You put a lot of pictures on the wall. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is everything black and yellow? Uh, not everything. Um, I'm not going to tell you. I, I don't know if DeWalt's the best, but the, for me, the cordless tools, they're the best in my hands. Thank you. That's all I need to know. No, that's truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But, you know, you know Milwaukee, uh, the Paco, Milwaukee's Paco. Everyone there's, loves them. And I agree nothing, with them. They're great. There's nothing that compares to it. They're great. Uh, you know, they're the Waltz lasers are shit. Yes. Uh, I use them all the time. I got no dude, problem. Bosch they and Hilti's lasers are amazing. My Bosch you, laser is three yes. times older See? than my DeWalt. And it's well, straight. I've got three different lasers from DeWalt. When I go they, to a site, just so you know. They t- and like in an eight-foot wall, you're already off. Like for pot lights, it doesn't so what matter. So do, what I do, on a, whenever I start a project, all the guys know this, I go and I take one level, I mark a, a line on the wall and I check everything mm-hmm. to make sure I see what's out yeah. and what's not. So, I mean, if it's working, it's worked for me so far. And yeah. the truth is I'm becoming a Makita guy more and more every day. Mm, their lineup uh, looks pretty good, actually. They're dude, I can't cool believe tools. it. I just bought yeah. the new jigsaw. My buddy Tony uh, introduced me at Manny's site when we were working there. He introduced me to the, the uh, cordless Makita mm. uh, jigsaw. I can't believe this thing. I, I love a, this thing. They got and a the pink ro- impact gun, man. The, the only one. The Mikita. Yeah, I know. They yeah. sell the pink one, which is yeah, really cool. But you got to get it overseas. You can't get it in Canada. It's you got to order it from there to bring it in? Yeah, man. I've been jonesing for it. You know why, right? <laughs> you know, No, but you know why, right? Uh, Nobody's going to steal it. Oh, I, I just want to be the only guy with a pink tool. Yeah, nobody was, yeah. I, all my extension cords are pink. I did that 10 years ago. Well, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't steal the pink one. I would nobody has stolen any of my cords. No nobody. They're embarrassed of the pink? I think that's dinosaurs. We're talking about that. I, I don't know wear, what you're talking about. But what's funny is that more and more guys are actually hat. using the pink now. A lot, a lot of guys yeah, are using would, pink accenture cords. I would wear a pink hard hat. No so here's this is what I find interesting. Like Mario, you're on our 85th show. Yeah, 85 shows, wow, Carlito. Man. Pat on the back. Hey, pat on the back. I mean, that's on the mic. <laughs> it's history. It's history. <laughs> so my point is that all the contractors that we've spoken to and we we talk about tools. Yeah. Everybody has their core, but everybody has a selection of a bunch of different mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And it, like you said, and we hear this a lot by guys, it's what works for you. That's right. That's right. Going back to TV now, who's using what on TV? As far as I know, nobody's I don't using, know. I don't watch anymore. I know, I know, but as far as I know. I never did watch. Nobody is exclusive to one brand. And most of them are even... Blurred out, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, but that's because of money, so, right? So, no, you got to question the tool brands. Mm. Why aren't they being more committed to people that are on TV? Probably cheaper just to pay the guy on Instagram to post a couple of pictures. With possibly, possibly, but maybe they see that there's no value in putting real tools in entertainers. Yeah, because the the housewife that's watching the show is not going to go by. They don't care about those tools. That's right. That's right. They care about the the entertaining contractor holding a tool. No. They don't care about that. But then you go to Instagram and you see all kinds of real contractors holding all kinds of tools. But to be honest, like, no, you know, to be honest, nobody cares that. You know, drywall dust and wires inside the wall, insulation. You know, they care about the nice looking kitchen. The they do, but room. I'll always argue with clients oh, for dude. saying, listen, yeah, I respect you know? electricians that take a lot of. I no, respect no, any that, trade that I'm takes saying, a lot of effort for stuff that's going to get covered up. That's right. But what I'm saying is for TV show purposes, like a, a nice electrical wall isn't going to. But I go show, back to right? the first season and the second season of the show that he was on. I go back to the first five seasons of Real Reynolds. I go back to this old house. They only talk about. The behind the wall stuff. Yeah, which they is the get into the stuff. boiler, they get into the yeah. mechanical room, they get into the wiring, structural. They, get, they get into structural, they get into all yeah. this. Shit. They get into everything that these entertainers but do I, not. I do get want into. to talk about that. Well, that was one show I did watch. Was this old house? 
and Bob Vila was an actor. Yes. And I, but, I but thought he was he, a contractor. He never denied it. He never denied it. He no, always right. put respect on the guys that yeah, were doing the work. Yeah, I think there's, uh, there's one that on HGTV was a football player, isn't he? Was he Reynolds or whatever? That's a different story right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I mean, it's a show. These guys aren't there because they know how to do construction. They're there because they're good on camera. Can you repeat that again? <laughs> I'm going to stay out of this because... <laughs> again, it's their job. I'm, I'm not knocking on anybody, right? You're, you're, I watch the show. You're just fueling the <laughs> demon over here. Okay, this has been a very interesting wait, talk. Wait. What? Okay, fine. <laughs> what yeah. is it time for now, Carlito? What did you want to ask? What did you want to bring up? There's so much. I'm hoping that we, Hang on a we can bring Hang on. you back and talk a little bit more. I think no, that's a lawyer. <laughs> We've been canceled. So <laughs> you can't cancel free wait, speech. Wait a second. Wait a second. What is it time for? It's 10 questions. <laughs> so Mario, we, we're going to wrap up the show here. And uh, there was a show that I used to call, watch called The Inside the Actor Studio with James Lipton. He would interview actors and directors and producers. You said it was Mr. Dress Up. No, I did not. <laughs> and uh, it was a questionnaire that he borrowed from Bernard Prevost and Marcel Prust. And now we're actually using it for the construction life. We're making it more construction mm. relevant. There's 10 questions to ask you. And there's no right or wrong. That's all right. First question. What is your favorite construction word? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Uh, it can't be done. Good one. I like what that. turns you on in construction? That look in the customer's eyes when you uh, when they you know they see what you did something good I guess you that's know, wicked fit, man fish something with no damage or something you know what I mean like wow you know yeah that's cool what turns yeah. you off in construction sloppy workmanship mm -hmm. like that what is your favorite curse word a lot of guys have been beaten this question I should just change it to question number one yeah yeah it goes back to question number one refer to question one <laughs> <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love. Because I make it. <laughs> <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you hate? Uh, actually, man, I don't know if I'm getting old, but I'm starting to use like earplugs now, man. Uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I that's, love it, bro. Good. So drilling. You are getting yeah. old. You're getting almost old. up to that 40. You're then you're going to yeah. be old. Yeah. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Mm. It does have to be in construction. Could be anything. What other profession? Uh, general well, contractor, man. Wow. You want to be a GC? I would love to build a house. Wow. You'd love to have all the headaches and possibly not get paid at the very end and get screwed over by a bunch of people. Well, that's a, owning a business in general. Yes. And callbacks, <laughs> even if they're not yours. Yeah, that's a business in general. <laughs> sure. I'll, what, I'll give you my boss's number. I guess we'll talk to him next week. What profession would you not like to do? Mm, roofer, man. Really, eh? The heights? Not the heights. Uh, well, residential roofing isn't so bad, but uh, industrial commercial roofing, the smell of tar. Oh, asphalt. I wow, I love it. I love that oh, smell. Man, that gives me a headache. I love that smell. No, Anything and, with tar, I couldn't do. And really? the last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the Burley Gates? Welcome. <laughs> Mario, thank you very much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. No, thanks for uh, having Thank you me, so man. much for the conversation. And we had a million questions to just bombard you with. And then we had a very interesting civil conversation about the TV oh, show. That was not <laughs> fucking civil at all. <laughs> you can find Mario at electrical underscore local underscore 69. Give him a follow. Reach out to him, DM him, hire him, yeah. call him, whatever. Chat with him, talk to him about it. 
Ask him about 50, 90 day fiance. And Whatever don't you like. feel the demon over <laughs> here. Carlito, Carlito, when he turns on his phone, he's got 50 messages in the next For week. Sure, yeah, bro. Bro. Next week. As soon as this goes live. <laughs> they can't do anything to us. That's the yeah. funny thing. No, yeah, man. Opinions because you know opinions, what? Right? They don't know which end of the hammer to use. Well, it, it's it's very it's very uh, very ginger for me. I have a, a lot of very it's close, very Marianne for I me. I have a very close friends there that <laughs> yeah. I, like I, I said, spent I'm a lot fan, of time man. with. And I'm a fan. So, it's like family to me I, too. I take it for what it is, right? You know, yeah. sometimes you it's gotta let go of family. Yeah, I've done that with my father. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Back to therapy with Carlito. Eighty-six dollars so, an hour. Uh, thank you very much, Mario. <laughs> we gotta get out of here, Carlito. <laughs> Thank you, Mario. Please give him a follow. Reach out to him. Talk to him. We want to thank you again for being on the show. And at electrical underscore local underscore 69. It's not a real union, but it could be. Maybe someone should start it. Get us out of here. T.O. Ah, local 69. <laughs>